I mean, seriously, Al. What is it with frozen meals and the picture on the front? They look delicious. Open them up. Garbage. <laughs> yeah, man, they've got you figured out. Get you to buy the thing. Take it home. It's, by then, it's too late. It's so annoying because I'm on a diet, so I'm eating mainly Weight Watchers meals and Lean Cuisine meals. Right. So I'm just buying all these frozen meals, and I'm, I'm, I added like a, I don't know what it was, like some lamb hot pot or some crap the other day and it looked delicious had like big chunks of mushrooms in there in the picture and all this other stuff open up I don't think I saw a mushroom in it at all <laughs> but that's like every food ad ever makes it look mad it very rarely lives up to the hype I just it's yeah it was a bit disappointing and the worst thing about it was when I where I had it too I had it um, at the university they've got like a cafeteria area where you, they've got microwaves but then surrounding the whole thing, there's all these different places you can buy food, like curries and mm-hmm. sushi and Chinese food and burgers and chips and everything. And there I am with my garbage Weight Watchers meal. Dude sits next to me with this like big thing of Chinese food, and I'm just like looking over to him, going, "I fucking hate you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, food jealousy is a tough one. But like, it seems to happen a lot when we go to a restaurant. I'll order something and then like my wife wants she's like regretful of what she ordered she wants what I've got she'll start and I know you're you're a selfish you're a selfish food person you don't share I'll I'll allow a bite but a bite so generous <laughs> well you can have a taste and like next time you come order something decent see I learn, learn from your mistakes <laughs> Catherine and I will discuss what we're gonna eat beforehand and we even go down to the point of we'll just I want two things on the menu she wants the two same things on the menu so yeah. we'll order one each and then we'll just chop it in half Dude, and swap that's fine with me I'll, I'll go pre-arranged but when someone springs on you like halfway they want to like swap the entire dish it's beyond the pale yeah see I'm lucky because Catherine she's a really small eater so I'm happy for her to have a couple of bites of my food or whatever because I know that I'm <laughs> I'm going to get most of her meal anyway because she won't eat it all <laughs> so it was like a, a small investment for a big payoff yeah <laughs> huge capital gains in that one there was a really interesting um, style in Japan of restaurants presenting their, their food to passers-by yeah you know how in Australia usually you might you might have a menu out the front or something like that which could have a picture on it yep they go for a full-on window display with like plastic versions of the dishes yeah right but it must be done by some, you know, 80-year-old plastic food master because it looks like the most succulent, delicious food you've ever seen. Like, it has a nice shine to it, rich colour. Yeah. And it looks amazing. So, it's pretty good as well, actually, in Japan because if you're not fluent in the language, you can almost just... Point at it. ...window shop it. But it's remarkable the amount of craftsmanship that goes into it. Yeah, right. But... By, you know, it's the same issue though. It's like, is is the meal you get going to actually live up to the presentation, the advertising that you're seeing? Yeah, who knows? It's too easy for disappointment. Yep. I think most meals are though, when you see pictures, like especially with fast food places and burger joints, they've always got a picture of a burger or whatever on the menu. And you look up to it and you're like, oh man, that looks delicious. And then you get it and it's just like hot mess between a yeah well you can imagine the, <laughs> the, the, the photo shoot for that thing. Like they're spending 20 grand to get menu photos yeah it's mental they've got a team of like five technicians primping that thing versus minimum wage teenager 
slapping together your friggin' Whopper burger. No, I'm not talking about like Macca's and that. I'm talking about like other burger joints, like places, like independent places. Hmm. I mean, same thing happens with them. Their burgers always look like a big chunky beef patty or whatever, and then you get it, and it's like half the size <laughs> of the picture or whatever. Maybe the lesson to take away from it is if the restaurant's trying to sell you on the food just with the visuals they're almost guaranteed to be doing the it's almost like a bait and switch you're bound for disappointment the very fact they're using pictures means that it's a bit of a smoke show like a yeah I reckon that should be a warning sign right if they're expecting you to like pick on a picture they've they're tr- it's trickery yeah, yeah but a, Chinese, Chinese food does it quite quite a lot as well yeah they often don't measure up either I'll tell you one place that does actually come pretty close to the mark the top choice restaurant on Market Street. It's it's pretty damn close. There's the corner of Coromel and Market Street where top choice is and then it's sort of almost the start of that whole run of restaurants down towards uh, the centre of town. But it's, Are you talking about the one that does like Vietnamese and Chinese? There's Vietnamese next door. That's the one that used to have the Lebanese place near it. Across the road. I think it's still there. No, I don't know where the hell you're talking about then. Um, I'm Googling it. <laughs> well, it's confusing because you've got Top Choice, Top Chef, Chef's Delight. And again, they're all relatively interchangeable you know, Asian restaurants. And they all do the picture book menu. But I reckon Top Choice actually, more often than not, deliver on the imagery. They're, they're pretty dang good. Yeah, right. I think some of those noodle bars usually do too. Yeah, where it's um, a more limited menu, like they're only making 20-odd dishes. Chinese and Cambodian. It's opposite the harp, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've been in there. We went there before basketball once, remember? I should have given you the uh, the harp landmark. Is it the harp? No, it's not. It's, it's on that It's no, on it's that the corner. I haven't been there. It's we went that to block. that other one, the one, the... The Thai one, maybe? Uh, fuck the fuck. No, maybe. No, it was that one. This is terrible content. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry you're disappointed by your frozen meal. Oh, it is no, what it is, I guess. You always switch to a packed lunch. Well, I can't because I'm on this diet. I'm really stuck with what I can eat because sandwich, like, bread is like a killer. You can have those rice crackers. Mm. <laughs> like eating styrofoam. Yeah. Anyway, I've, I mean, I've lost five kilos. I'm... So this is where the hot sauce can help you, mate. No, it can't. You take any shitty frozen meal you like. Just throw some tasty yeah, sauce on it. and how much? How many kilojoules? Have you looked at the back of that whole sauce? Well, you don't need much. Good. That's the whole thing. Like, you doesn't matter. Sauce. It's probably too much. Five milliliters is going to do you. Yeah, I don't. I don't eat. I don't like hot sauce anyway. So why would I put it on my meal? Missing out. I put a bit of soy sauce <laughs> on one I had today on Lincoln's meal. So yeah, but I mean, it's fine. I get one cheat day a week. Did I ever tell you about the dude I used to work with who was trying to bulk up? He was like hitting the gym a lot. Pretty pretty skinny fella. But fit, you know what I mean? But he wanted to bulk up. Mm. He used to like prep his meals like a lot of those sort of dudes do. So it was always rice, peas, carrot, and sort of like your steamed or broiled chicken or whatever it is. Yeah. And he'd just have like a giant Tupperware container of that and like pretty much just munch on it the whole day. And he kept this up for months. I swear to God, he didn't put on a single kilo. And he's eating the most horrible, bland food. Yeah. He's like suffering for no gains. I think bulking up's 
it's probably just, it's probably harder for some people, especially skinny people. If you're not originally a big, oh dude, yeah, I don't even know why why you wanted to do it. You just probably wanted to put muscle mass. But it was so um, yeah, it was almost depressing just seeing just slogging through this bland food. Like just put some salt and pepper on there or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's probably he's probably. I think his big mistake is he was trying to keep the fat down, fat content down, which is probably mm. what he needed to bulk up. He probably needed to put because you're burning the fat off anyway. Swap it out for some burgers instead. Yeah, just anyway. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a dietitian, so don't take any of my advice. So when I think about it, this was back in the day, a little while before the idea of having like these big protein shakes really seemed to become popular. Yeah, I don't think they even work either. But I've seen. People- oh yeah, regardless of their e- efficacy. It's- I imagine he probably would have transitioned to that. He would have had like one of those giant drink bottle things. He's just shakers, shaking it yeah. all the time. They like, annoy me. That would have been annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it actually annoys me at um, Cranky Frankie's that they do milkshakes, but they're all protein milkshakes. Really? So it's like, I don't need to add that to having a burger. You know what I mean? Like that's unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. So I miss out. Oh. No milkshake. Actually, did you say did did I hear rightly that you said that they are now doing coffee flavored thick shakes at McDonald's? Yeah, Andy at work was um, big fan. He was on a road trip with the fam and he grabbed one. Said it was delish. I might give it a crack. They do banana flavored ones in the UK. See that sounds awesome. Yeah, because my uncle went to McDonald's when he was over here and he's like, "Oh, can I get a banana uh, milkshake?" And they're like, "Missed out." What? And he's like, "Banana (laughs) milkshake." They're like, "We don't do banana milkshakes." And he's like, "Oh." Kind of fucked up country is this? <laughs> Just right off the entire nation oh, for well, the sake of one milkshake. They, they were him and his his son were also quite annoyed at the fact that when they went to KFC, the option of baked beans wasn't in there, but there was potato and gravy. He's like, "What the hell do you want potato and gravy for? You're already getting chips. What do you need potato <laughs> for? Mashed potato for?" Heck, they're probably right, but maybe also another another sign of why. I can't really trust the opinion of, of British people about food. Well, I like baked beans. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fish fingers and baked beans. Sausages, baked would, beans. Would you put it on fried chicken? Well, it's not about... It's not... It's a side. They eat it with a spoon. Uh, you f- Surely you can go one meal without eating baked beans. It's probably healthier than gravy. Who knows? I'd almost guarantee you it's healthier than gravy. As, as you're eating a bucket of fucking fried chicken. I'm not eating a bucket of fried chicken. <laughs> We're worried, worried about the sides. Oh, anyway. oh, man. So I had an interesting thought this week. Mm. Um, I was in a in the university hall. They were having the orientation for the faculty. Lots of people. Yep. Sat down. All these people bunched in. And I just... Somebody coughed, and I'm just wondering now, this day and age with everything that's going on, what's your initial thought? What? If that was you, if you were sitting there and there's like 1,500 people sitting in there, and you're like packed in tightly, and there's people everywhere, and then all of a sudden, somebody starts having a mad coughing fit. Right. What, you were like tempted to run for the exit? No, no. I I was just, if ever I'm going to get it. And I'm talking about the coronavirus. If ever I'm going to get it, today's the day. <laughs> well, I mean, it's interesting because at this stage, most most of the leading health experts have pretty much resigned themselves to the fact that you're going to probably get it. Like the, the chance of it being fully contained now 
been and gone that it's likely that everyone in the world is going to be exposed to coronavirus. It's just a matter of time. Brilliant. So I'm telling you, mate, my <laughs> my zombie my zombie apocalypse house is is gonna pay off. I'll shut the shutters, lock the doors, ain't getting no coronavirus. Well, yeah, I mean, if you stock up on your food, you might get away with it. Go shopping at Costco next week. I'll um, probably get it at Costco though. That's a problem. But more to the point, it's not just gonna come and go. It'll be a bit like influenza, where it'll just be a seasonal thing that goes around. People will keep getting it, and where you go. Do you reckon I could get like? Um, what do they call it? Academic. What? That give me like, and give me a bit of a break if I claim that I've got coronavirus. I can't come to the exams. I've got coronavirus. Well, I mean, <laughs> like if this is an ongoing thing, like I've, I've got the flu. Oh no, I've got coronavirus I mean, once every six need, months. <laughs> I mean, that would fall under the general category of like a medical exemption, which normally you know a doctor's got to sign off on. Oh. So you'd actually have to have it. But they don't even do a blood test at the moment. They're just doing a temperature thing, aren't they? Like, how are they actually testing for it? Well, that's a really quick and um, probably ineffective way of trying to screen people. But they can actually run a, what do they call it? Um, but they can go to the pathology and test for it properly. Yeah, okay. Anyway, it's just an interesting thing. But yeah, you look at some of the measures that they're taking overseas. Um, Japan has just closed all their schools for a month as a measure to try and sort of stop it from spreading around um you know all sorts of sporting sports meets and things like that are being cancelled or postponed they're talking um the uh Got your fucking olympics this year that's, they're talking they're going to cancel it that's 50 50 look so. imagine how pissed off japan's going to be if they cancel it not postpone it cancel it because yep. of the infrastructure they must have money they've poured into the infrastructure and then boom no olympics i reckon something like that's almost nail in the coffin of the olympics there's already a lot of people saying that it's pretty much a colossal waste uh, as it is let alone if nobody turns up well, holy heck you're talking about olympics you've heard that uh son whatever his name oh, is that chinese swimmer guilty as charged in. eight year ban from sucked into that cocky cheating prick yeah i've got no sympathy for that kind of bullshit he was he was he smack- gets to keep his medals though yeah they can't that's, uh, that's, that's that's not a retrospective thing, but it pretty much confirms what everyone was saying, right? Like he was he was on podium, smack talking dudes, saying you're a loser because he came third. I'm a winner, and it's like all the time he's fucking juiced up to his eyeballs. Oh, Ivan Drago mentality. Pretty, I will crush you. <laughs> pretty savage band. Eight years. Fucking that's. Well, let's see. They reckon he'll never compete again. Career's done. Yeah. yeah. It's effectively a lifetime ban. Oh, oh well, you probably he, he probably won't feel as bad though if they they cancel the Olympics. He's like, oh well, I missed out on this one then. He's still the champ. <laughs> no one's beaten him. Yeah, you know what happens for him though, where it kind of falls off the rails. Fucking goes back to China, gets himself some Wuhan flu. <laughs> Fucking hell. Gets himself some bat virus. Yeah. So I mean, your strategy of holding up might work in the short term, but. As it stands, they reckon that even that might not work just because long term it will just become a, a permanent virus that just keeps on cruising around. Well, anyway, we'll see what happens, I guess. But the long term sort of thing as well is like no one's still really, no one's really cracked or understands exactly how it's transmitted, how lethal it is. So there's every chance that, you know, even the current 
two percent mortality rate well, is, is even inflated. Two percent in certain places, but in Iran, it's not thirty percent. Well, Donald Trump's probably moonwalking. <laughs> Did you actually talking about that? Since we we're on a bit of a coronavirus. Mm spree did you see the like last week or whatever it was the um the, the medical minister or whatever the health minister of iran was on live tv in iran mm. giving this thing about you know it's, it's not as bad as what everyone's making out the coronavirus bloody 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 he's sweating he's sweating bullets in this thing next day comes out he's got coronavirus himself <laughs> he had coronavirus never on at the press conference they got it <laughs> and away you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see, I guess. It just seems like one of those things in life where I don't know if there's much you can actually do about it. If it happens, it happens. Yeah. We were having a discussion, me and my son and wife last night, about, um, <laughs> I don't know how I've gone on to this from coronavirus, but um, about the old... Thanos clicking her fingers mm. and a third's gone or half's gone or whatever. <laughs> How can you mix that up? What do you Third. Mean? It was a half. It, well, I don't know. I can't remember. It was, I was, <laughs> well, anyone who hasn't seen the Avenger movies or like Dave has forgotten... Spoilers. ...forgotten that crucial plot point. <laughs> um, one of the baddies has <clears throat> attains the power to erase half the life in the universe with the click of her finger. Hadrian thought it would be a better option if everyone who was associated with the person that was gone either went with them. And then I said to him, well, that would mean everyone would be gone because eventually everyone's associated as everyone somehow or another. Eventually. Sure. eventually. So I said, that won't work. And he goes, well, what about if you erase the memory of the person that's gone? And I thought, well, that, that could possibly work. Why bother that? Well, just to make it less horrific or yeah less horrific because what we were doing is we were, I was trying to justify Thanos, what Thanos was doing dude there's a whole thing online of people saying you know Thanos did nothing wrong he was right to do it well I was saying environmentally there's you know good excuse behind it well that was pretty much his rationale and um, and I I liked the way that they didn't just single out of course out. you liked it you're always looking for ways to wipe out the population no you dick <laughs> No, I'm not looking You're at... You're frothing for it. No, I'm not. I'm saying that I liked that there was no... Bias to it. There it was, was just It wasn't random. just picking a certain yep. type of person, yep. whatever the case might be. It was just like, bang, just yep. half random. And I, I can't see how it was such a bad thing. Why the Avengers were like... Oh. Well, who's he to decide, right? Well, who were the Avengers to decide? He didn't decide who died. He just decided that 50% would. It's not like he did a whole Hitler escapade and started wiping out a whole race of people. people. Yeah, that's an important distinction. Um, But at the same time, pretty horrific decision to come to. Like, it's pretty generally accepted you shouldn't go around killing people, right? Yeah, but he didn't kill them. He just wiped them off the face of the planet like they didn't exist. So I I find that different. I don't know. I think that's kind of splitting hairs. The The method's not... Uh, question the fact is they're gone so it's just the same anyway, I, don't, I don't see what the issue is <laughs> uh, so just leave it at that no more 
No more hero movies. Thanos, no, you can have hero Thanos, movies. Is, Thanos is retired on the farm. Well, you can have hero movies. You just, you know. Less of them. <laughs> well, you can still have the same amount of them. There's just less of the amount of population of people to worry about. This is troubling, Dave. Troubling stuff. Yeah. Why? Well, I think if you ever gain that power, it sounds like you wouldn't hesitate. I, I probably would hesitate, but I, I can see the benefit to it, is all I'm saying. I, I don't think I would react in the same way as the Avengers did, where it's like, no, nope, you can't do that. I'd be like, hmm, ponder why he's doing it. <laughs> you know, maybe we should have a chat about this. But it's more like um, he's presupposing that the fate of the universe is, is fixed. If he doesn't intervene, resources run out, everyone stars, whatever happens. Um, he, he's making assumptions based on his own analysis, right? He, he could still be wrong or people could change their ways or all these different things that could happen without necessarily having to like, boom, kill half the, half the population. Fair enough. The other conclusion that we came up with, which is an even better one, we thought, instead of just boom, half gone with a click of your fingers, just mm. boom, three quarters of the population of the world is instantly sterile. I would slow things down, but I don't know if it would solve it. Well, well, here you go. If we're going to just do variations on the theme, kill half the universe, but the eldest half, the people have already had a, a good shot at it. Yeah, I don't like that idea. Why not? Well, because you're not solving any problems because all the young people are just going to procreate and you're back to where you started Eventually, within, within one generation. Just the one, no, Whereas it if, takes more than one generation to populate that many people. Um, so if you take half of all, all the people... What, over 50? Or over 40? No, no, well, whatever the median age is. Maths. You should know statistics by now. <laughs> boom, just take the top half. So take out all the boomers, all, 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 the, all the grannies. Boom. Gone. But then you've still got your young people to carry on with enough, enough resources, blah, 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 to you know continue. I don't know. After what I've seen this week, I don't think. Because what's, what's I, don't, the... I don't think the youth have quite got it right either. <laughs> he doesn't doesn't want to leave it to the young people. I think we've figured out why he doesn't like. It. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that everyone's got their issues and everyone's got. But it's probably fairer though, right? Because they've already lived a decent life. If you kill a three year old, no, I don't believe that that's, logic that's, to be that's true. That's not fair. They've only had a, yeah, but they've a, had, they've got less to worry about. So why is why is it? I mean, no, but see, this is the thing. You could look at it that way, or you could look at it. They've got less to worry about. They don't even know they what, what's going nah, on. But it, so they don't. They wouldn't even care. It's, it's sadder if um, a three year old dies of cancer than an eighty year old. Well, either way, they've all got you know scarred for the rest of their life. What is it? <laughs> what traumatized? Oh, whatever it is. Anyway. Um, I don't know. I don't agree. That's the best way to go. I reckon the sterilisation is the best way to go. What if you go too hard and your population starts to decline and people go extinct? Could have fucked it up. Could fucked it up that way because that's that's kind of the thing. I don't of... think. I don't think people will go extinct. I don't think that would it would ever happen if anything like that. Yeah, because that's the theme of the um, Handmaid's Tale is that the um, fertility rate of the world takes a shitter and it creates a global crisis. It's actually in um, a few different sci-fi stories. Children of Men. I don't think it should be. It would be such a crisis, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, 
why is it a crisis? Well, you already have countries now that are dealing with um, these type of demographic issues where they've got a massive aging population. All the boomers are getting to the stage where they're leaving the workforce or, you know, they're starting to need extra care as they age. You haven't got as many young people coming into the workforce, tax revenue, blah, blah, blah. Um, it's starting to create this kind of extra pressure on how to look after all these old people if there's not as many young people, you know, to support those systems. So well, again, again, your sci-fi tropes have addressed this in the past in stories where, um, well, what I would you know, say, some some society, you know, you're looking at a future society that, as soon as you turn a certain age, boom, you're done. Well, what and I would t- say, t- say to that is pay- <laughs> food paste. The I've just done a an essay on um, climate change, mm-hmm. and I twisted it into the economics of climate change and how. Most governments, and especially the Australian government, have been extremely short-sighted in their mm-hmm. approach to climate change and the economy. This would come back to that too. Again, why why haven't they been? Why haven't people been banking stuff up? There's, you know, old people worrying about whether or not they're going to get money, and people paying taxes to get, make sure they got their money. This is what the superannuation's for. If you if they hadn't been putting their money aside, oh yeah, and it's not just that, but it's even like. Uh, you know, the number of nursing homes you have, like where you... Mate, they're going up everywhere. Well, this is the thing. They're one of the, they're one of the biggest investments you could make <laughs> right. at the moment. So all this infrastructure is having to come on to take care of this rapidly massive aging population. Mm. But it's even worse in other countries. Apparently Japan's one of the worst for it, especially because they all live to like 120 as well. You always see that <laughs> whenever on the news it's some grandma turning 117, it's always Japanese. So, I reckon chop the oldies. That's my go. Give me the give me the infinity gauntlet. I'll sort it out. Fair enough. Well, you'll just be getting people that annoy you. You'll be in a queue. You'll snap the queue. <laughs> or if a receptionist is too rude, snap. <laughs> just total psycho with it. No, <laughs> I don't think Catherine'd let me do that. She'd be my she'd be my reasoning to stop me from doing it, but <laughs> I, I I definitely would I I would consider the sterilization method. Man, you won't even you don't even like the idea of a vasectomy though. <laughs> well, I'll re- revert back to my argument. Why get a vasectomy that's something completely permanent? Where it's not. You can reverse them. Well, whatever. Why why have to go through that when in a few years' time, your wife, my wife, whoever's wife it is, isn't going to be able to have children anyway and then the job's done nobody's had to worry about it <laughs> there are there are other problems with what, the Thanos did I say snap. dried up there you go there are, <laughs> there are other problems with the Thanos snap that aren't explored in the Marvel films half those people would have been driving on a freeway man <laughs> crash like a carnage Air, airplane pilots yeah luck of the draw if both your pilots get snapped boom whole plane load goes down it's just getting rid of more people, isn't it? It's freaking chaos, man. <laughs> Arguing about superhero movies. Oh. Jesus. We're talking about superhero movies. There was cosplay people at the O Week this week, and I was just like, uh, what the fuck is wrong with you people, seriously? Well. I mean, I'd look. <laughs> I'm still a big believer of live and let live, if that's what you want to do. It could be worse. Whatever, but... It could go have been out, worse. Going out in public like that? What the fuck? 
It could have been worse. Could it? It could have been furries. <laughs> that I haven't got a problem with. What? No, I haven't got a problem with it because it's in the privacy of your own home. Nah, they they go out. No, they don't. No, like they, I do. think some furries do. I don't think all do. I think you're just generalising that they all do. Well, I'm not annoyed by furries who stay home. I'm talking about creeps that go out in public, dressed up in their wolf sex suit. Fuck. You're just jealous because you can't go out in public and have sex. Did you sign up for the cosplay club? No, I did not. Any any others take your interest? I, I joined the motorsport club. <laughs> what do they do? They've got um, a couple of race cars. They've got an electric race car and a... Uh, normal petrol race car right um, they basically build and race this car two events in a year against other universities cool uh, signed up for that um, I don't know if I'll actually be able to if I'm going to have the time but so in terms of en- enriching your 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 life oh dude look it's all aimed at I know. Pe- it's all aimed at I fucking know. 18 year olds and funny, bust- funnily enough funnily enough I got a survey from the university asking me about a week mm. and I was a bit brutal with it when I they were like oh what could we do to make a week better and I said look to be perfectly honest you aimed everything at 18 year olds which is fair enough to a point however me and quite a few other mature age students that I spoke to felt extremely excluded from a week because there was nothing there for mature age students whatsoever not one thing that was aimed towards mature age students and at every turn, when I spoke to someone, mm-hmm. they were like, oh, are you even a student anyway? And the attitude I got about it was just like, and I said to them, if if it was because I was a different race or if I was a different sexual orientation, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be acceptable. But mm-hmm. because of my age, it's kind of been left to be acceptable, which I don't think is acceptable. So I think it's something you might need to work on for next day week because it felt very excluded, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. During that, that's really interesting. Yeah, I imagine that's something they could sort out. Yeah, not sure. I mean, the emphasis was on fucking pool parties and all sorts of shit like that. And I was just like, and then I was getting people asking me, "Oh, did you go to the pool party?" And I'm like, "Dude, I'm 40 years old. What do you reckon?" No, I fucking didn't. I'd probably go there and fucking mm-hmm. tear my ACL or some shit, jumping into the pool or get told I was a fucking pervert or something. Right. Um, so when when you realise everything was kind of aimed at your, your younger students, how, how did that make you feel? I just went into the, into the library and started studying. <laughs> right. But kind of excluded, I guess, right? Yeah, it was very... I, just, I walked around and I just like... Like, nobody had any interest in coming up to me and talking to me about stuff, really. Is there anything specific that you think that they could change to make that better? Well, I think it would be great if they... Apparently, they do have a mature age student group, but it would have been nice to have had them there in their little tent city that they made up for the... Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't even, didn't have that anywhere. Yep. I don't know. It would have been just nice to... It even had, like, a little subsection of just, like... You know, we're just going to do an orientation thing for mature age students as well. Because it is... It is in my eye, if especially if you're a first year student, never been to uni before, and you're a mature age student, it is difficult. Sure. Like a massive life change has to go hand in hand with this. Yeah, I think that's true of anyone that's, like you said, their first year. Yes, but if you've gone straight from school to university, kind of transitions quite easily. But if you've been working for the last twenty four years, 
and then you go into university, having a study, it doesn't come natural. Yeah. I guess it's a bit different for everyone. Um, I, I do find it's intensely fascinating, though, that, that you felt that way. I mean, um, it, 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 it wasn't it wasn't an overwhelming where I was just gonna uh, gonna have a fucking meltdown and no oh, no but, but but it just it when the it was only when the question came through on the O week that's when I was like you know what I actually kind of felt a bit you've asked the question now so I'm gonna answer it I actually felt a bit right but you, you remember what we chatted about last time right about universities and their applause policies yeah I still think it's bullshit you don't see the parallels no I don't. One person against a group of people. Well, the minority versus the majority. Well, there's there's a group of mature age students. Mm. Mm-hmm. Not one mature age student. If it was one, I, I didn't if say it was, I didn't say it was only one person who didn't like applause. Well, that was what I took as in being implied. I no. still think I think I still think it's I, a little ridiculous. I think reflect on your feelings and your experience with O-Week. And then think about that scenario again. No. I, I'm, I'm firm on what I've said because, again, what if I'm offended by the fact that people aren't clapping? Yeah, I mean, that can go back and forth forever, I guess, if well, people aren't willing to compromise. It's not about compromise. It's about one person's offended by the fact that people are clapping, one person's offended by people not clapping. Why does one person get more of a say than the other? But that wasn't even about people being offended. It was about... Or not offended. Changing it so that people could be included. Okay, what about the person that doesn't get the... What, but that's that's the exact thing you put on this questionnaire response is, I think you no, could No, no, I didn't say they needed to change the whole thing. No, no, you said you could do something to make mature age students feel more included. Yeah. To paraphrase. But that. But I'm not asking to change the whole thing. <laughs> They've changed the whole thing to, to include that person. I'm not asking them to change it. <laughs> okay. So there's a big no, no, difference I just, there. I was just thinking it sounded really similar. Well, I don't think it does because there's a there's a, a change in the whole thing in your in your version, whereas mine's just adding something else to make people more included. Yeah, I imagine people could take that view though if they, like you said, set up mature age student tent. What if all the young people were saying, "Why are you wasting space and time on that?" They could be offended by it. Cool, and then that's fine. Remove that. Make sure they remove the, the queer societies. One, make sure they remove the seven or eight different tents for the different Chinese, Malaysian, Indian. Remove all them. Oh, you're so close to getting it. Huh? So, you're so close to getting it. No, I'm saying to... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you should have joined the anime club. Don't tell you about the time I went to that. It was a horror show. Well, you know the anime club now is actually an Aboriginal thing? What the it was I A N I M E and it's it was for what? Aboriginal something or other. Wow, I wonder how that happened. Don't know. What's the connection? Aboriginals. I don't fucking know. I mean, by definition, definition, it's like Japanese anime. That's really. I'm curious now. They had a big tent and it had anime and it was in Aboriginal, but then it had Aboriginal painting all over it. And then I saw something about Aboriginal and I just walked away because I wasn't interested mm. well I'm sure it's changed a lot since my university days at I'm sure there's still an anime club now. they still have a Dun- Dungeons and Dragons society they have a debating society which I considered joining until I heard about the amount of bullshit that they fucking do 
It's not just people yelling at each other, Dave. No. <laughs> no, I know what debating is, but they do like they do like on a on a certain night they'll do like they'll be do four hours of some fucking shit. I'm I'd just, rather be playing D and D. I don't know about you. I just went out. I haven't got time for the shit. <laughs> I'm going to university to try and get a degree. I'm not going there to piss ass about mm. it. If I realise after a few months, you know what? I've got time to do this other garbage. Give I'll go and do it. Yeah, that's probably a fair comment, actually. Once you've found your feet. Man. <laughs> it's it's interesting, though, because I reckon there has been a cultural shift where a lot of that geeky shit has become fairly popular now. Or, you know, more mainstream, at least. Yeah. Apparently, they sell more D&D shit now than they ever have before. Oh, no doubt. There were yeah. heaps that... Don't take this the wrong way, because it's not a sexist comment, but... It, a lot of greasy dudes. There was a, no. There was a, <laughs> a lot of girls signing up to it. Well, there you go. What's sexist about that? Nothing. I'm just saying that it surprised me a little bit. They're being included. I mean, they were greasy girls too, though. No doubt. It's greasy people of all walks of life. Yeah. Who want to just fucking slay some dragons? So, do I, anyway, <laughs> since we're talking about this, I'll, I'll, one of the things that bugged me a little bit was there was a Bible gr- group. Oh, uh, yeah, you different religious groups. No, on one campus. of them, yeah, the Bible that's, that's group. definitely a thing. They had this, they were walking around. They had their little table, but they also had, they were also walking around with a, one dude had a tray full of chocolate chip cookies. I love me some chocolate chip cookies. And the other one had a sign that he was holding up saying, free chocolate chip cookies for four minutes of your oh, time. strings attached. Yeah, yeah. So... Straight away, like, I, I wouldn't have been interested anyway because I don't like food that's out in the open like that. I wouldn't have touched it regardless. <laughs> they need to make a better offer. Oh, it needs to be cooked and hot and they're ready to go, like, like just come off the barbecue. What about like when you give blood and it's like a little packet of biscuits? That's fine, but these were just on a yeah. tray wandering around with coronavirus all over them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, but straight away, and they also had like thing in there is god good and all this sort of stuff and i was like if seriously if you can't ask me i'm i'm just gonna fucking blitz Dude, you mate you should have practiced for the debate club talking to the christians anyway i didn't <laughs> but one thing that bugged me and i walked because i walked uh, past them a few times yeah like because they were wandering around and with I was, their mangy biscuits with their coronavirus <laughs> fucking chip cookies did they, did they look like good biscuits or were they like obvious mm. were they homemade they look like subway chocolate cho- chocolate chip oh, cookies those things are the bomb yeah so they looked alright but mm. anyway you could I saw him talking to a few people and one dude you could just tell by looking at him he was going for free food no matter what was going on <laughs> and he was just sitting there and he's just like and he's just like it's going in one ear and out the other <laughs> they'd even gotten Maybe I'm generalizing here, but it was like a. An... Hang on, they they gave him the cookie before they had the chat. During the chat. Why don't you just get the biscuit and then walk away? <laughs> well, <laughs> you got to wait till you finish your chat to get the biscuit, bro. They got so they were talking to some dude Fucking who was rookies. from. Um, I'm gonna just. I'm not sure exactly where he's from, but he's Indian looking, so subcontinent styles. Mm. and I'm thinking this dude's definitely not going to be into this sort of Bible bashing he's probably going to be into some other type of Bible bashing how come? well because I'm generalising a little bit but it's just my opinion of when I walk past <laughs> and I don't give a shit you can laugh as much as you like he was probably a Sikh or some shit 
Was he wearing a turban? Actually, they did get one dude that was wearing a turban. Mad. And I was thinking, why are you even bothering? What the fuck? Anyway. And I'm so just... pretty sure sick dudes are going to cover their hair. Anyway, I think it depends on how fast... They've got, Christ- they got Christians. I don't it. know if they're fully Sikh or not. They've got heaps of... Come cr- on, that was a good joke. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. Um, they, they have heaps of Christians in uh, South Asia. Anyway. He, he could have been all for it. Fair enough. Anyway. Have you, haven't you ever heard of Korean Jesus? I don't care. I don't Johnson. care for any of the Jesuses. Anyway. <laughs> any of them. <laughs> That's pretty blasphemous. <laughs> any flavor of Jesus. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> anyway, one, so I'm just thinking, there's a lot of pressure on these people. They've got to sit here and listen to you for four minutes to get the free cookie. But I did notice on the it's second like a, day of O like Weeks, a, there were like different people doing it. Well, there were other people doing the thing and they weren't handing out the cookies until... After the yeah, chat. Yeah, they figured this shit out on day one. So People were just taking the cookies and running. <laughs> but I noticed there was this one dude who's like, so do you want to sign up? Like, Because they get your email straight onto their email on their iPad or whatever. Oh, yeah. And the dude's just like, oh, I guess. And, they, and the dude's like, no pressure. And I'm like, it's all pressure, fuckwit. That's all, that's all you've just done is it's all pressure. You can't that's get right. the cookie unless I talk to you about my bullshit. So you're pressurizing me into fucking... Into, that's right. They're not standing out here in the sun. For the fucking fun of it. And I'm just like, you <laughs> You want to argue with like, with the people about if God's good or not. You want to have a debate about it. And then you're going to be like, no pressure. That's all you... When you're trying to suck people into these religious things like this, it's all pressure. That's all you're fucking doing. <sighs> it, it just bugged me. <laughs> well, people got to make their own choices in life. But... You know what I mean? W- w- the other thing that bugged me in this whole situation was there was heaps of other tables that just had like bowls of lollies and whatnot on the, ta- on the tables. No strings attached. Just have just a come lo- over and have a chat have to a lolly, see if bro. you're interested or whatever. What the fuck is it with people who are so desperate for free food? Dave, uni students, that's pretty much prime time. Because Monster Energy were there with their Monster Energy truck and they were handing out free cans of Monster Energy if, to everyone. And one of them asked me and I was just like, nah. If it was me and my O-Week... I would be filling my pockets, whatever I could get. The only one thing Scrounge, I wanted that was free and I all. didn't get it was people, they were giving away fucking <laughs> um, head and shoulders shampoo. <laughs> fucking shampoo. And I wanted it so bad, but I didn't want was to it go. a full and, bottle or like a little like, satchel? Like, like a, a, a sachet? A little, no, it was a little bottle. A mini bottle. But it was like a half size bottle. It's not very good for the environment, those little bottles. Well, anyway, like... Like I just wanted I just wanted my free shampoo, but I didn't want to go and ask for it because I felt like a fucking stooge. So I walked past the stand like three or four times, nothing. They didn't offer it to me at all. I was like, fuck. Because they were giving away shampoo, deodorant, toothpaste, and a toothbrush. That's like a whole little pack. No, no, separate, different things. Oh, but you are the shampoo. I just wanted some shampoo. <laughs> it, like I would have even gone for, if they were to offer me anything, I would have just gone, oh, can I get the shampoo instead? Like... I just wanted an opening, but I didn't want to go in there and ask for it. Well, maybe it's like your philosophy on birth control. They figured that pretty soon you'd be old and bald and you won't need shampoo. <laughs> just give it time. Maybe it's because I was wearing a hat. Maybe I should. Maybe that was my mistake. Oh, well, not necessarily. They were like, oh, this kid, this, this guy, this guy doesn't care about his hair, so he doesn't need shampoo. Have you ever um, heard or tried the no shampoo philosophy? I don't, I'm not a fan. But yeah, right. So you know what it's about. Yeah, that your hair will eventually clean itself. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I have two issues with that. Mm-hmm. Number one, I put product in my hair, so that ain't going to work. 
Yeah. And I get, I if I don't wash my hair, I get evil fucking dandruff, like uh, chunks come off. That's why you want the head and shoulders. And second, and thirdly, the people that do that, mm. I don't think they realise how bad their head smells. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Would it shock you to know that I've been doing it for about three years? I'd know you've been doing it for a few years. <laughs> you saying I've got a stinky head? Yeah. That's rude. No one's ever said that. Oh, well, people aren't rude. People won't say shit like that. Really? Yeah. It smells like what? Like sweat. What do you do when you've been playing sport? Do you wash it then? No. See, that's gross. You <coughs> wash your beard? It's hair. It's the same deal. So you don't wash your beard? It's disgusting. <laughs> you wash your pubes? Yes. Well, there you go. What's the fucking difference? Well... You still the- get sweat and shit in there. <laughs> you get food all over your fucking beard. You get sweat all over your pubes. You wash your pubes, but you won't wash your fucking beard. You get sweat all over your hair. <laughs> Have you told your hairdresser this? Uh, He'd probably be disgusted. We talk about it a lot, actually. And... He's one of the people I've straight up asked, is there anything funky going on with my hair? I'm trying, I've done the no shampoo. It's like, bro, you're fine. What do you just wash it with water? Yeah, just under the shower. Hot water, boom. That's all there is to it. Yeah, of course. Anyway, my point being, then you don't have to beg for free shampoo. I didn't, I didn't beg for it because I didn't go and ask for it. Change your life. I didn't go and ask for it, so I didn't <laughs> beg. No, I, I know several people. I... I'd never really heard about it. I wrote an article about it. And the more I talked to people about it, I was actually surprised how many people are into it. I'll tell you what, uh, you're talking about that. People that don't use deodorant, uh, the other ones. Yeah. Well, they don't realize how bad they smell. Yeah. And there must have been a few of them at uni the other day because I was walking past some people and it was like 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. How the fuck do you stink already? It happens, I know. Does my hair really smell, Dave? Or are you just busting my balls? Depends what you've been doing. Has there been a time where you've gone, what's that? And realised that's fucking Alan's head. Not that it's been your head, but I've just gone, fuck. What? I wish I could just say to Alan, dude, have a shower. <laughs> You're fucking with me. I'm not fucking with you. Uh... I've probably been the same, but... I know I've, I've gotten home sometimes I've gone, oh man. Yeah, no, but now you're talking more just about general BO funk, which at the end of the day, sure, can happen. Yeah, sometimes you, some people don't get BO though. Some some people just get sweaty stank, like just a sweat stank. Do you know like when your clothes get damp and they don't dry properly and they smell oh, all pissy? Oh, a musty smell, yeah. Yeah, sometimes that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Six out of Dave. But everyone gets it, so don't feel bad. <laughs> Yeah, but like you're saying, if it's 10 o'clock in the morning, that yeah. motherfucker hasn't had a shower. Yeah, or washed his clothes or, or yeah. dried them properly or something. Dude, well, fucking strap in, man, because some students can be fucking dirty bastards, that's for sure. Yeah, oh. Like, I, I'm like, give him, s- give sit down the, the front, I'm not going to have to worry about it. Give him the snap. Snap him? Snap all the stinky dudes. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be no one left by the time all my complaints are snapped. <laughs> Just like, sitting here on my own. Deserted lecture hall. <laughs> Echoing. Oh, Jesus. So, w- would it be would you be interested to know, Al? Mm. I mean, you know that I'm going to um, get some testing done in a couple of weeks. 
about my mental behaviour. Mm-hmm. Be interested to know that there's a chance that most of my shortcomings could possibly be answered within the next few weeks. Yeah, maybe. Catherine was asking me whether or not she thinks I should, um, am I going to do anything with this information? I'll get any sort of treatment. Oh, I, I just assume you were doing it to get a, a cruisier deal at uni. No. I don't think even I don't think it's going to even get me a cruisier deal at uni. It's just going to give me a little bit more time to try and pack the information in. Well, I mean, for the listeners, you might have to elaborate a bit what you're talking about. Okay. So there's a possibility I may have some sort of learning disability. I'm not going to put a name to it yet because I don't know what it is. Yeah, well... But there's talk of... That's why you go and see a fucking expert. There's a talk of ADHD from the expert from what I spoke to on the phone about. Yeah, but you're describing to me that in this build-up phase to uni, you've been hitting the books, doing that sort of stuff. Yeah, struggling a lot. Yeah. Like, it's just retaining information is difficult. Yeah. But then she sent me a questionnaire, which I've sat down and done today, and all of the questions on it are not just related to retaining information. There's a lot of things about behavioural things like... um, having a short temper and mm. finding things very irritating and this, that and the other. And I'm like, dude, this is just hitting all the nails in the head. And I've been like this for so long. How? I've been I've been a scene psychologist before. How have they not fucking re- realised oh, right. this? But they didn't do any of those sort of screening questionnaires or anything like that? No. Well, even yeah. if they did, like I'm sure some of them did, but they're just like, it's just, oh, we'll just give you some other, oh, you've got anxiety disorder or some bullshit. When the anxiety itself could be caused from having ADHD. Yeah, yeah. Because that was one of the other things. Do you feel anxious about stuff all the time? And I'm like, yeah. Do you find that when you go to bed, your brain doesn't shut down, you can't sleep? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Generally, with those sort of forms, anytime you're getting lots of ticks in the yes column, it's probably not a good sign. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it wasn't yes or no. It was more, is it a problem? Is it not a problem? Oh, great it. And it was just like, yeah, it's a high problem on every like most of them. And I'm yeah. just thinking... But do you know what? It was really annoying. Even if they did have this option of me being able to do this when I was younger, which they probably did, my parents think that ADD and ADHD and learning disabilities are just excuses for people to be bad, badly behaved. Yeah, it's not, which, not, now, very, can, not a very progressive attitude. No, which is funny because I wasn't a, that badly behaved kid. Mm. Except my grades were bullshit at school. They were crap. Yeah. So it kind of wipes that theory off the... Yeah, well, it doesn't take much of a a, straight, a stretch of logic to connect the two and say, look, if that was your experience at, at high school and it's what you're feeling now in the lead up to you doing uni, then yeah, check out if there are any underlying causes. Yep. Because that's, I mean, the, the classic um, evaluation is like, it's something you've just always had, right? Mm. It's not like you've been in a, a bad mood or tired or distracted or something like that. Could be more to it. It's bloody expensive though. Yep. You got to pay for uh, lots of years of uh, med school to become a psychologist. Yeah. <laughs> they set the rates appropriately. Yeah, it's crazy. And there's a bit yeah. of a shortage for that sort of stuff, which sucks, but anyway. Doesn't make it easier. No. Anyway, let's get on to lighter subjects. It's been a bit heavy this week. I haven't got anything. What have you got? <laughs> Well, you were chatting to me during the week about some fucking escapades on the road where you wished you had a, a oh, dash cam. Yeah, I and had like, a shocker in one day. It was fucked. <laughs> I, I must say it a couple of times a week myself. Like, fuck, I wish I had a dash cam because 
I'm I'm seeing a trend. I don't know if it's just confirmation bias, but certain driving behavior is really starting to piss me off now. And a lot of it stems from people just other other drivers just being inattentive or, you know, careless about the way they're going about it. Big one for me right now, like this week, people chopping across the center line on a curve, right? You've got a car coming towards you. You're just going around the inside of a corner. They come around the outside. Boom. They cut straight across the center line. Yeah. That shit must happen to me every fucking day. Yeah, right. It's crazy. I don't think that happens to me that often. I don't know what it is then. Maybe it's just these particular roads. Which roads are we talking about? Just like your standard residential, like 50k an hour style stuff. It's just like they're in their own little little world and just wandering up the street, whichever way they feel they they can go. Yeah. Just you see, they, I bet ignoring the road. They're probably people that live on that street, and they're just like, "This is my street. I'll drive how I want down it." <laughs> but in a fifty zone, assuming both people are doing that speed, that's the equivalent of driving into a brick wall at hundred k's an hour. If you have a head-on collision, you better fix that airbag, Al. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, or these jabronis can fucking learn how to drive properly. I just don't get it. I think people pick up some really bad behaviours when driving. That's the problem. Just get complacent about it. I'm hoping the, the new way of learning to drive and doing your provisionals and all the rest of it, it may help with having a bit more... Well, I don't know exactly what they teach people, but I'm guessing it's probably not. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I know there's like, having your P's now is... There's no way I would have made it through my P's... Like people, like they get booked for anything now, they instantly lose their license. Doesn't matter what it is. You could get done for 10 and under, bang, license is gone. Good. Fuck them. And a P player. Street justice. Yeah, well. Turn it up to 11. Well, if you want to go on that, Al, maybe you should think about that for yourself as well then. No, I've got heaps of points. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. If you're like, <laughs> fuck them, but I'm allowed to do it. No, I'm being a bit facetious about it, but... It was the same story from my parents about the bullshit, easy way they got their driver's license back in the day. So, if, if teenagers want to complain about it now, it's like, well, shit, it seems to be the way it goes. Yeah. Shit just gets. Oh, no, I'm not saying it's shit for them. I'm just saying, like, maybe it's going to make a better driver in the future. But probably not. I always draw the comparison back to. Well, the, draw, draw the parallel between what you have to do to get your car license versus what you have to do to get your motorbike license. Far more intensive program to get your motorbike license, right? No, I don't believe so. Dude, you had like, you had to go and do like a two-day weekend, had to learn actual defensive maneuvering. To go and get your driver's license, you have to do like 150 hours of driving. Yeah, yeah, but... Which is even more than that. That's your logbook. That's just like being on the road, but they're not actually teaching you um, skills to get you out of shit, right? I think they're they're actually encouraging people to go and use professional. Well, they learn- might be encouraging, but but it's not mandated. No, with the fucking motorbikes, it is. You got to go, and the way that material is presented is purely from a safety perspective. Mm. And for a motorbike, it makes sense, right? Like you don't have that same protection of a, a car wrapped around you, and you in a day you're the one who's got the most control and responsibility over your own safety on a motorcycle. So that's how they come at it. But you're learning like emergency swerving, emergency braking. Actually, I'm so surprised they don't do that in Australia. There's something they do do in England. Right? So you go and you go and get your driver's license for a car. It's like 
can you parallel park? <laughs> can you do a hill start? It's bullshit. Yeah. In England, you do have to do an emergency right. stop when you do your driving test. So you think at a minimum, that sort of stuff should be part of the program. Mm. Now, I might be speaking from ignorance. It might be now. I don't know. But certainly not when I do that. Yeah. Certainly not. I don't think you'd have to do emergency knowledge. stops. Because it was something I practiced a lot with my yep. driving instructor. And when you're doing your test, they're just like, at the beginning, they say, look, at some stage throughout the test, I'm just going to smack my thing bang on the... Yeah, awesome. And say, stop. That's perfect. I'm not going to let you know what it is. Funnily enough, I actually passed my driving test in England and I hit the curb as well. Yeah, I did a parallel park and bumped into the curb. But <laughs> the reason I passed was because I didn't panic. I pulled out. And I just started again. Just cracked in again. Yeah, I find it interesting because when you're coming out from the perspective of those sort of um, defensive skills, it almost puts you in a completely different mindset about how you're approaching your, your driving on the street, right? Yeah, I mean, having a motorcycle license, I drive a car completely differently. I think that's almost universal. I think everyone has that experience. So from, you, from you're more expecting to. everyone to fuck you up when you drive a car. Again, your mindset is you're on the lookout for danger. You're not fucking doing carpool karaoke yeah. to the fucking radio or whatever. So the other thing that... Sh- I'll tell you one thing that bugs me, actually, as soon as you brought up the whole crossing the line and all the it. Preach, brother. People that fuck you up on a uh, on a roundabout or the people that are coming <laughs> across a roundabout and you're coming hammering into the roundabout, but you're slowing down, but you're not slowing down to a, to a rate that they feel comfortable because they don't realise how hard you're on the brakes. Mm. So they just... Instead of just keep going through, they just stop right in front of you and then they look at you and it's like, oh, I didn't realize you were going to stop. So why fucking stop in front of me, you clown? Oh, they're actually stopping on the roundabout. They're stopping on the roundabout because they think that you're going to go flying through. Well, the corollary to that is lots of dickheads do just go flying through roundabouts. That's, yeah. that's the problem. But the other when people fuck up as well, though, like if somebody pulls out in front of you and they just stop. Oh, sorry. Don't fucking be sorry, mate. Just get the fuck out of the way. Just go. Just keep going. Jesus. <laughs> like a wave and keep driving. Don't stop. Just wave. That's yeah. that's good enough. I mean, you're still a fuckwit. Yeah. But let's just keep the shit moving. <laughs> yeah. Don't just stop. Because at that point, all I want to do is get out the car and punch you in the face. <laughs> yeah. That's very true, man. Ugh. No, like at that point, not only have you just fucked up and you've angered me, now you're making my day go slower by getting in my way as well. For sure. A lot of the a good proportion of anger and you know on the way to road rage I see on the street are the people who made the mistake then getting angry at the other drivers yeah I mean it happened to me the other day if you're in three lane road and the third lane the inside lane's ending and you're already in the two other lanes that are going to keep going right so you they've got to merge in yeah. at some point and then some and the road's stopped it's been stopped like it's not moving very far or very quickly and it hasn't been for a while, and then dudes just come fucking fanging up the inside and think they can just pull in in front of you. Yeah. Now, if somebody wants to let you in, fair enough. You know, I haven't got a problem with that. But if somebody doesn't want to let you in, then you're just going to have to eat it because... You tried to pull a move. You've tried to pull a move. It hasn't pulled off. Tough shit. I mean, I try and pull that shit sometimes. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Uh You've got to roll with the punches. But this dude tried to carve me up in a truck and I wasn't having any of it. And he's thinking, he's driving a Lexus, he's going to get out of the way. And I'm just like, not a fucking chance, mate. Because <laughs> down the side that he was trying to pull in is already all fucked up anyway in the Lexus because some, <laughs> someone fucking hit it 
at the airport a few weeks back or a few months back. Bring it on. So I'm just like, fucking carve my car up. I don't give a fuck. And he's just starting to flip out of the window. like, And I'm just like, fuck you, mate. I'm not letting you in. And then it just carried on for kilometers. He kept fucking... He couldn't let it go. Yeah. He couldn't let it go. And I was just like, fuck you, mate. And I don't give a shit. Yeah. But he had his business tattooed all over the side of his truck. And I'm just like, I almost felt like well. just jumping online and going... I'm just going to give you a bad Google rating now just to fucking piss you off even more, you prick. <laughs> he loved the Google revenge. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good point. I don't understand people who drive like morons when it's like covered in business signage. I mean, if, it's their, own, <laughs> if it's their own business, then it's kind of, they're, they're the ones that are going to have to deal with the consequence. But when they work for someone else and then... Sure. Like, you're just asking for somebody to just go, you know, that dude who's got one of your company cars, should he be treating that car with a little bit of respect instead of ramming it up the guts of someone or driving like a complete fucking maniac with your shit advertised all over it? And now, the chances of me getting whatever business it is out to do something in my place ain't going to be your business because I don't want this clown anywhere near my house. Exactly. It seems like a really, really bad uh, way, like the whole intention of putting that signage on a car is advertise your business free advertising and it's driven by an absolute muppet yeah <laughs> completely counterproductive i do like it when you have um like a back of some of the trucks i don't know if it's lynn fox or some of the other ones that have if you have an issue with well there's an actual number yeah this but if there's an incident with this person's driving ring this number yep yeah i should have that on the back of every company car yeah ought to be a law dave yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any, any burger reports this week burger reports um, double burger this week went to Cranky's and Two Smoking Barrels Jesus Two Smoking Barrels had quite a good special on there was a barbecue sauce cheeseburger with bacon and onion rings and they're they're top of the game man that's hit after hit with these dudes yeah Two Smoking Barrels is Firm favourite now. Fair enough. But um, apparently there's a a burger joint that's a few few locations in, in Sydney that's quite good that there's rumours they're going to be opening up in the gong as well. What's it called? I think it's called Milk Buns or something. Okay. Oh, I can't remember. I actually have been past the joint in Cronulla, but they were closed at the time. Right. Ended up having dinner somewhere else, but they were yeah, really well regarded. Fair enough. Did you... Uh, his boy, Elroy, has he been bought out by Jimmy's? No, no. I think they were just doing a, a collab sort of um, pop-up trailer. Ah, oh, because the pop-up trailer that was at the uni was his boy, Jimmy. Yep. Yeah. And you, I was just like... You'd be, you'd be surprised, man. A lot of a lot of the restaurants in Wollongong are owned and operated by a bunch of people who, who all know each other. It's yeah. pretty incestuous that way. Yeah. Oh, look, I know most of the bars are all owned by the same people. Yeah. And I mean, to the point, I think that's part of what it takes for them to be successful is to have support and knowledge in the business. Yeah. Um, you know, you see so many restaurants open and fail or little cafes or whatever, where it's like the first time they're having a crack at it and just out of your depth and it's really hard to, to make it work. But these, um, you know, bus- business partnerships that have had success, it's easier for them to build on it with successive locations yeah and not necessarily that they're you know franchising a restaurant but starting other restaurants different styles different cuisine or you know clientele you know 
that knowledge transfers across and you avoid a lot of those pitfalls. Yeah. But yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if that's the case with, with those boys doing the... Fair enough. I thought that Jimmy's had brought out his boy Elroy or vice versa. I, I don't believe so. I was disappointed having Jimmy's name on his boy Elroy. Yeah. Because I'm a his boy Elroy fan, but I'm not a Jimmy's fan. Elroy makes great stuff, but the new location's trash. It's just... It's Centro? Yeah. Why? Dude, it's... It's just busy. Small, echoey, yeah, and enough. like, no, it's like no good outside area. The original location was mad. Oh yeah, but they got fucking yeah. got told to jog on by David Jones for their food court that went tits up. Yeah. Um, then, by all accounts, they actually knew that was coming anyway, but still had a crack at their business in that location and had success with it. Yeah, it was good. So there. it wasn't like they got the shaft; like they knew it was coming. But yeah, yeah, very good spot. They should take over Carnegie's. Oh yeah. It's just sitting there empty. Wonder what the rent's like there, but well, it's only next door. Yeah. It's next door to him. I must be thinking of another giant. The Cronides is, is, is you've got his boy Roy, you've got like the sushi train, you've got Cronides. Oh, you mean up on the mall there? Nah, I don't rate any of the locations up there. Oh, this is anyway a lot more room. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, man, but they're they're fat boy burgers all time classic. Yeah, it's been too long. <laughs> How's that for a burger report? When I'm off my diet, go back and have a burger. Did you? I thought you said you had cheat days before. Yeah, I I tend to try and have them with Catherine, so she's not excluded from having some takeaway because she doesn't eat takeaway while I'm on my diet. Yep, it's, solidarity. I like it. So if I'm going to have a cheat day, I'll make sure she's involved. Otherwise, it's not fair. She doesn't like burgers. Yeah, but I'm not going all the way to fucking Wollongong. To <laughs> anyway, other things are. I'm just saying, once my diet's over, I can go and have lunch, go and have a burger for lunch. I'll meet up at lunch again, like we used to. Man, you should invite me over for one of these frozen meals. <laughs> really? You're thinking about this all wrong. <laughs> you ain't gonna want one. I'll bring the hot sauce. So, talking about burgers, though, there's a special deal for students at one of the cafes. One of the cafes um, in the uni. Mm. I don't know if because I haven't bought a bacon and egg roll in a long time so I don't know if this is a good deal bacon egg roll and a coffee for six bucks I can't say that's a bad deal does that sound right? Um, they do a similar deal at the cafe at work that that particular combo I think is eight bucks right where independently I'm paying three thirty for a coffee that's with a reusable cup yeah and I think just the the bacon egg roll by itself is like you know, six bucks or something. So yeah, yeah you save money, but six dollars, yeah. I'm I'm skeptical that there's going to be very good bacon and egg roll. Though. How do you make a bad bacon egg roll? Yeah, overcook the egg. Ah, bacon's yeah. like having one measly little bit of bacon in there. Six bucks sounds reasonable, man. But what are you going to do with the coffee? Oh <laughs> well, you can get. I'm sure they'll let me have a tea. Mm. Well, at the end of the day, <laughs> yeah, a probably. tea's, a tea's cheaper for them than the coffee anyway. I don't know the economics of that. Well, coffee, when they make coffee in a cafe, yeah, yeah, coffee, it's, coffee is it's all milk. Right. Whereas tea's mostly water. Just hot water. Yeah, no, coffee coffee beans actually are really expensive. Yeah. Mm. I reckon tea's got to be cheaper than coffee. You're not anyway. going to argue for a discount, are you? No. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm happy to have tea. Change uh, it up. Anyway. So you got nothing else you want to bring to the table with? Nothing else. Nah. What are we doing for time? Yeah, we're about an hour and ten in, so if we about time to wrap it up. Sure. That went quick. 
Yeah. Can't even remember what we fucking talked about. Well, we can summarise if you like, Al. I don't know. Don't fake the funk on a nasty donk. Snap people if they piss you off. Be excellent to each other. Wash your hair. <laughs> Be excellent to each other. Yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. Nighty night. Nighty night. <laughs> <laughs> That's four o'clock.